Hi everybody, Pastor Terry here, and I'm so glad that you've joined me for another midweek Bible study. Hey, let's get right into the Word of God. Let's turn in our Bibles to Isaiah the 53rd chapter, Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 1. And I, I want to read the first part of that verse to you, and, and it's this, who has believed our report? And so the Lord asks us all a question there through the prophet Isaiah, and he wants to know who has believed his report. And of course, the report of the Lord is his word. You know, we we have the Bible, Genesis through Revelation. That's the report of the Lord. And anytime I read that verse, who has believed our report, I always like to raise my hand to the Lord and say, Lord, I believe your report. And you know, I believe his report because it's true. You know, his word is truth. Uh, and, and that's why I believe his word. Uh, you know, uh, the world is full of reports, full of reports. And, uh, you know, many of us, we get reports daily on different things. Uh, you know, uh, you, you may, uh, well, you may take your car in to get it serviced and the mechanic will bring you a report. Or, uh, you know, you may go to the doctor and get a, a medical report on your health or, you know, kids, they, they'll bring home their report cards to their parents. And, and although now that they're probably sent email, I used to bring mine home and my mom would read my report card, you know, look it over and then sign it. We'd have to take it back. It's probably all done online now, but, but be that as it may, what I'm trying to tell you is there, there's reports. We, we, we get reports, you know, uh, every day, just about on different things. And you think about the news, the news, what's it called? A news report. And so reports all over the place. And, and what I want to talk to you tonight about, said all that to get to this. I want to talk to you tonight about a positive report versus the truth. A positive report versus the truth. You know, uh, positive reports are good. Uh, and, and that's, that's very clear. And negative reports are bad. That's clear, you know, but a positive report versus the truth. Here, here's what I want you to think about. As good as a positive report can be and is, here's the thing. What if it's not true? What if it's not true? And I want you to think about that. A positive report, good thing to receive. But what if it's not true? And, uh, you know, uh, yes, I want to hear a positive report. But more importantly, I want it to be true. You know, and, uh, and just, you need to understand, just because reports are positive, and just because a flowery report is given, doesn't mean it's true. And so we need to stop and think about are the reports that we're hearing, are the reports that we're getting, are they true? You know, a positive report, it's always positive, but it may not always be true. Just like a negative report, a negative report is, is always negative, but it could be true or false. You know, if you think about it, um, I would rather get, now think about this, I would rather get a true negative report 
than a positive report that is a lie. Now think about it. I would rather get a negative report. Now none of us want negative reports. We all want positive reports as long as they're true. But I would rather get a negative report that was true than a positive report that was a lie. And so again, we're talking tonight about a positive report versus the truth. I want to hear the truth. I want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear a bunch of flowery talk, positive stuff, if it's not true. Now, of course, the best case scenario is get a positive report that's true. Now, now that, now there's something you can sink your teeth in, into. But, uh, but a positive report that's a lie, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's just not good. That, that's, that's very dangerous. And, and I want to say it again. I, while I never would want to get a negative report, never, ever, but I would rather have a negative report that's true than a positive report that is a lie. Think about those things, particularly in the time in which we live right now. Think, think about what, what I, I just said. I, I, in the book of Psalms, there's a word, Selah, and, uh, from my study of it, when you see that as you're reading the book of Psalms and you see that word, Selah, I think I'm saying it right pronouncing it right. But when you see that word, it means you're supposed to stop and ponder what's just been said. And so uh, with what I just said about positive and negative reports, I want to say, Selah, stop, think about what I just said, particularly in the time in which we live right now, in the atmosphere, the climate in which we live right now with the news and the, the election that's coming up and uh, think about, think about what I just said. Now, uh, we all need to believe God's report. We all need to believe God's report because it's always true, as I've already said. But you need to realize this about God's report. Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes his report is negative. But one thing you know about God's report is that it's always true. See, I think we, we fall into this, this mindset that if something is told us that's positive and upbeat, that it's automatically true. That's a very dangerous thing to think. Okay. Again, I, I want to repeat, we want the positive reports to be true. We never want to get a negative report, but whether it's positive or negative, we need it to be true. And that's one thing you can count on God to give you a true report. Now, sometimes his reports are positive, but sometimes his reports are negative. But in either event, they're always true. You know, I think one of the best examples of this is the way in which the Lord Jesus Christ dealt with the uh, seven churches in the book of Revelation chapters two and three. And uh, if you go in there and look at those seven churches and the way he dealt with them, he would uh, point out the positive things about the churches. He'd always start with the positive things. Anything that he could find that was positive, he would start with. 
And that's just how the Lord is. He, he wants to focus on the positive. I want to focus on the positive. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean we can ignore the negative. And so the thing of it is, is he would deal with these churches and he'd always point out the positive. Then he would point out any negative things that, that were there that they needed to correct. But the thing of it was, both his positive statements and his, and his negative statements were always true. And really that's what, that's what makes a report worth having is that it's true. Now, if you look at those seven churches in Revelation, only two of the seven churches got a completely positive report. Now, the other five had had positive reports given to them and negative things said to them. And only one of the churches, I believe it's the last one mentioned, they were the only one of the seven that got a completely negative report. I mean, there was nothing positive that the Lord had to say uh, to that church. But uh, the thing of it is, is that, think about this. Now, the churches that got those positive reports, now, they're valid reports because they're coming from the Lord. So they're, we know they're 100% true. So the churches that got the positive reports, they were in great shape. They didn't have to make any changes, and that's wonderful. But the ones that got the negative reports, you know, here's the thing. Oh, we don't want a negative report. We don't want a negative report. Well, the negative reports that those other five churches got were 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 really good things. How can a negative report be a good thing? Well, it's a good thing because, think about it, they got negative reports, true reports, yet negative, but it gave them time to repent of the things they needed to repent of before the judgment of God hit them. So when can a negative report be a good thing? Well, it could be a good thing. Like, here's an example. You know, uh, they got the, the, the negative reports, true reports, but it gave them time to change. It gave them time to repent before the judgment of God hit them. You see what I'm saying? And uh, uh, let me just read from my notes here. Uh, the one that got the uh, completely negative report. Now, oh, listen to this. The one that got that, that, that last church there, I think it was Laodicea, I think is, I think that's it. And, uh, I mean, they were lukewarm and I mean, there's all kinds of things that the Lord, I mean, he didn't have anything to say, good to say about him. He said he was going to, you know, he was going to spew him out of his mouth. I mean, that, that, you, you, you hear that. I mean, nobody wants to hear the Lord say that to him. Certainly not, but it was true. But the thing of it is, that negative report gave them time, it alerted them and gave them time to repent uh, so that the Lord didn't have to come in and judge them. And actually that church, if you study church history from from, from my study of it, I, I, it, it appears to me that they, they repented and got their act together. And, and later down the road, the Lord used that church in, in, in various ways. And so 
they got a negative report, completely negative, totally negative. Like I said, nobody wants to get a totally negative report. But the thing of it is, it was true and it gave them time to repent before the judgment of God hit them. Now just think about it. What if Jesus would have went in there to that last church, that lukewarm church, and just said, you know, hey, guys, everything is hunky-dory. Everything's wonderful. Everything's fantastic. You're doing a great job. Everything's wonderful. You know, and just everything's great. Well, first of all, that would have been a lie. And of course, the Lord would never do that. But just, just, let's just, for the sake of this, this, this point here, just assume that he would have done that. Well, that wouldn't have been doing right by that church, if you think about it. Because if the Lord would have went in there and, and told them, eh, everything's great, everything's fantastic, everything's wonderful, you know, just think about it. The judgment of the Heavenly Father would have eventually fallen on it. Now, of course, Jesus, let me reiterate, he would never give a negative, uh, he would never give a, 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 he would give a negative report. He did. He gave negative report to him. He would never give a report that is a lie, okay? But but just think, I, I want to reiterate, just think if he'd have went in there and said, everything's great, everything's wonderful, everything's fantastic. And let's just say that he would have went in there and downplayed, downplayed the uh, uh, the the uh, seriousness of what was going on in that church because he didn't want to panic anybody. Well, no, we don't want to panic people, but... We want to tell people the truth. And if he'd have went in there and the Lord would have went in there and just said, you know, every, you know, everything's wonderful. It wouldn't have been doing right by those people. It wouldn't have been giving them fair warning to get their, their ducks in a row and, you know what I mean? And, and straighten up. And, and then that judgment of the Heavenly Father would have fallen on them eventually. Of course, again, I want to say Jesus would never give a false report. So he went in there, he told them the truth. It was negative, but it was the truth. And it gave them time to repent. And then good things came out of it. And again, you need to understand that God's report, who's believed his report, I believe his report, his report is always true. But it's not always positive. Sometimes the report of the Lord is negative. But the fact that it's always true uh, uh, is, 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 is a, is a good thing. Because again, when God gives a negative report, it's to give us time to make a change, to repent, at least certainly here in this example that I'm using. You, you see what I'm saying? Listen to me. Listen. Oh, listen carefully. One of the most dangerous things, I've got this highlighted in my notes here. One of the most dangerous things is to be given a positive report that is not true. Selah. That means stop. Think about that. One of the most dangerous things in life is to be given a positive report that is not true. I'm going to repeat that again. I feel impressed of the Spirit of God. Listen. One of the most dangerous things in life is to be given a positive report that is not true. 
This can be very costly. It could even cost you your life. And it could cost someone their eternal soul. Let me, let me give you two examples of what I just said here. It could cost someone their life or even their eternal soul. Let's, let, let's, let's think about a medical report. Now, when we go to the doctor, I mean, and, and, and we go in for our annual scans of our bodies, you know, and the different screening tests that, 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 you know, we, we should go for on a regular, you know, annual basis or however often, you know, a, a test is required. You know, a lot of people won't go for those tests. And, uh, and the reason they won't go, you know why? Is because they're afraid of getting a negative report. And so many people, uh, take the position that I'd rather just not know. I don't go for the test because, the, you know, the medical scan. I'm not going to go for the test because I'd rather not even know. Well, they're afraid of getting a negative report. Okay. And, and, and you know, it, it's understandable, but it can be very deadly. So, Here's the thing. You go for the, for the annual scan of your body, whatever, whatever test you're going for. And many times, you know, they're, they're scanning to see if there's, there's cancer. Now, of course, we all want to get a positive report from the doctor. We, we all want that. I don't know anybody who would want to get a negative report from the doctor. But think about this. Let's say you go in and they do the scan or whatever it is and a couple days later they come back and they they find something that you know that that is negative. Now let's think about this. Would you really want your doctor to come into the office with the results and say, hey, just got your results back. Hey, everything's wonderful. Everything's fine. You know, everything was clear. There, there's, there's, there's nothing there. Everything's clean. You know, there was one little bitty little bitty spot, but it, it was, it, it was probably just a shadow on the, on, on the x-ray and everything's great. Everything's wonderful. Everything's fine. And, and you know, hey, we'll see you next year. All the time he knew though, that there was something there, let's say cancer, there was something there and he didn't tell you about it. Now you got a positive report from him, but it wasn't true, was it? And so you leave the office all hey, yeah, 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 got a good, got a, got a, got a good report. Oh, oh, you didn't get a good report. You got a positive report, but you got a lie. Say lie. Oh, he, he said everything was wonderful. He said everything was great. 
You're feeling so good. You got a positive report. You'd say, hey, I got a good report. No, it wasn't good. It was a lie. That could cost you your life. Why would the, why would a doctor do that? I, I, no good doctor would do that, but I don't, maybe his, maybe his thinking just for the sake of this, this example here is maybe he doesn't want to, want to, uh, 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 offend you or, or, or panic you or, or anything like that. He wants you to stay on with him as a customer, as a patient. So you got a positive report, but it was a lie. A lie that could kill you. But wouldn't it be better for the doctor and, and, and all good doctors, all good doctors would do this. They'd come in there and they'd give you the results and they'd say to you, you know, unfortunately we found this, this, whatever it is, this, this spot here and it, it's, it's, it's cancerous. But you know what? You know, we caught it early. And see, that's why people need to go if they, if they can, if it's at all possible, if they have access to the tests, you need to go get tests. Because if things are found early, they can oftentimes be easily treated. That's why when people tell me, Pastor, I don't want to go to get my annual checkup because I'm afraid the doctor might find something. Well, look, you need to go if you can. If you have access to it, you need to go because if they find it, if they do find something, that's what the tests are designed for, is to catch something early when it's, when it's most easily treatable. See? But, you know, you'd want the doctor to come in and say, tell you the truth. Tell you the truth. Now, you know, he, you'd want, it, want him or her to come in and say, you know, we found this such and such here. Now, certainly you'd want them to be upbeat about it. I mean, or optimistic or positive. Certainly, we're not talking about that. We, we always, in the midst of anything, we need to try our best to stay upbeat. I'll say more about that in a moment. But you want them to tell you the truth, even though it was, it was negative. They found something. It's negative. They found something. They found, you know, cancer on your, on your x-ray. That's negative. But you'd want him to tell you the truth, even though it's negative. See, in this case, a negative report that is true is better than a positive report that is a lie. Because in this case, in this example I'm giving you, now he came in. The doctor came in, he, he, he told you something negative, but it was the truth, but you caught it early, you can deal with it, you can treat it, and end result, you recover in the midst of it. Now, you know, now he doesn't have to come in there and, you know, just, I mean, he can come in there. Now, he's probably not going to come in there skipping, you know, I mean, he's going to come in and be, be serious with you, but he needs to tell you the truth. And then, you know, everybody needs to stay as optimistic as, as possible. But you want the truth. See, we're talking about a positive report versus the truth. You want the truth. 
even if it's something you don't want to hear. You know, I've learned this about leaders over the years. The really great leaders would put people around them that would tell them the truth, even if they didn't want to hear it. And I've watched leaders over the years that have surrounded themselves with yes men and yes women. You know what I mean by that? People that are never going to object to anything they're doing. They're always going to tell them the truth. I'll tell you right now, a good leader is not going to do that. A good leader, a good leader is going to put people around them that's going to tell them the truth, even if they don't want to hear it. But I've watched people, leaders over the years, surround themselves with yes men and yes women. And if somebody came in that disagreed with them, they'd oust them, fire them, kick them out, get rid of them, bring in somebody to take their place that was a yes person. I've watched those leaders again and again over the years fall. Fall. Fall into all kinds of problems. No, as a good leader, you want people around you that are going to tell you the truth. Even if it's negative, you don't want to hear it. But the truth. Okay? And you see it here with this medical example. If you get a report that if there's a, if there's a, a negative report, you know, but you're not told the truth about it, you're just spun a flowery scenario, you know, and, and so you leave the office all happy and you don't, you don't have that, that cancer treated. Now it has time, you don't go back for a year. It's got a year to grow. And in that time, who knows, symptoms could start up. And then by the time you do get down to the truth of the matter, it's too late and it costs you your life. Cancer eats your body away. Think of that. So a positive report versus the truth. I want to say it again. I'd rather have a negative. Now we never want negative reports, but I'd rather have a negative report that was true than a positive report that is a lie. Think about this. I talked about costing somebody their eternal soul. Think about this. What if, uh, what if as a preacher, I was up preaching and let's just say I had, had a, a, a crowd of people and let's just say that, you know, I'm up teaching and let's just say that, uh, you know, let, let's say I got to teach to, to, to a group of, let's say there was a hundred people there and none of them were saved. None of them knew the Lord. And I got up in front of them and I just, I just, you know, uh, preached a message and, and I told them how much God loved them, which, which needs to be done and, and, and just loved on them and, 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 but, but then I did this. I said, you know what? You all are just the most wonderful people. You all are just fine the way you are. And, 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 and God loves you just the way he does. Now, now that's true. That's, that's, that, that's true that God loves them just the way they are. Do you ever hear the saying, God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way? <clears throat> Say a lot. I ought to think about that one. God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. Now that's not original with me, but that's a good, that's a good saying. So I would, but here's my point. I'm loving on him and I would need to tell him that God loves him and that, that's all good. But here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. I tell him, you're okay just the way you are. Talking to sinners now. You're okay just the way you are. Everything's hunky dory. Everything's fantastic. Everything's wonderful. 
Everything's just fine. You're fine. You're fine just the way you are. You know, just, just continue. Just be a good person. Just do the best you can. And everything's going to be fine. And, you know, because after all, you know, when we die, we all go to heaven anyway. And, and everything's going to be wonderful. And just, just, just keep doing the best you can. And that's all I told him. Let's, let's say that's all I told him. Now that was a positive report, wasn't it? They, they leave the service feeling all upbeat and hunky-dory and whoop-de-doo and happy, happy, happy. Woo, happy, happy, happy. Pastor, there, that pastor made me feel so good today. I gave him a positive report, but it wasn't the truth. And so they wind up dying one day and going to hell and burning in fire the rest of, for all eternity. And they lose their eternal spirit. Now think about that. They got a what we think of as a positive report, but it cost them their eternal soul and they wind up in hell. See, wouldn't it be better for me to go in there and and this is what I would do. This is what I would do. I would go in there and preach to that group of sinners and I would love on them and love on them with the love of the Lord and all of that. But I would tell them that you're not okay the way you are. You're not okay. You need to repent and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't keep living like you've been living. You got to change. You got to turn from that sinful lifestyle and, 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 and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, now those people, most of them probably aren't going to be when they leave that service with that message, see, that's the truth. When they leave there, they're not going to be jumping up and down probably and all happy with me. Now, hopefully they'd all, ideally they'd all repent and get saved, but you know, the odds are they, most of them probably wouldn't from my experience over the years and they'd probably leave and never want to come back. Ah, uh, what? They want to leave and never come back. Oh, so that means I keep telling them the positive flowery stuff so that they'll keep coming back. See? I as a minister just can't do that. I'm not going to... Look, I'm going to tell people the word of God. And sometimes it's flowery. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes the word of God will make you happy. Sometimes it'll make you sad. Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. But it's always true. And when I tell them they have to, you know, when I tell them God loves them, that's good. That's right. But when I tell them they have to repent and, and, and leave their sinful lifestyles and that they're not okay the way they are, see, that's, to them, that's going to be a negative report, but it's the truth. It's the very thing that can save them and keep them out of hell, see. And I'm not going to be the most popular preacher, probably. But I will have at least told them the truth. So you see what we're talking about, a positive report versus the truth. And those people, you see, I would have an obligation to them, those people to tell them the truth. And they need to hear the gospel of, of salvation through repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just faith, but study the Bible. Repentance has to precede faith. Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. John the Baptist started out calling people to repentance and then faith in Christ. 
You know, the book of Hebrews talk, talks about repentance from dead works before there's, that's Hebrews 6, I think it is, repentance from dead works before there's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But the point of this message is, if I go in there and just give give that group of sinners just a flowery portrayal of everything, um, it's not fair to them. And it could it would cost them their eternal their eternal spirit. Um, we need uh, we need we need the truth. I think of a, a episode of Gilligan's Island, and they went into one of those dream sequences, and Gilligan was the the emperor. And uh, as I recall the story, you know, and then Mister Howell and Missus Howell and. And Ginger and Marianne and the skipper and the professor, they were all like cabinet members of Gilligan. He was like the emperor. And, uh, uh, I remember, uh, I just used this one. The skipper came in and he was the head of the Navy. And, uh, and the skipper comes up to Gilligan and says, have you heard about what's going on here in, uh, in, in your government with the, with the, with the Navy? And Gilligan says, Oh yes, I have. All of my advisors, they've been telling me it's the strongest Navy ever. It's the best Navy ever. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. It's the greatest Navy ever. And, and the skipper says, uh, 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 sir, have, have, have you looked out the window lately at really what's going on? What the truth of the matter is? And Gilligan, who's playing the emperor says, no, skipper says, let's go over and look out the window. So they went over there. Looked out the window, Skipper pulled the curtain back and he, Gilligan looked out, you know, and, and as the emperor and he looked out and he, he saw the whole fleet, his whole fleet of ships, you know, there's thousands of them on fire burning, you know, and see Gilligan's advisors were telling him a positive report, but they weren't telling him the truth, you know, and then I think Mr. Howell, he came in and, and, uh, he comes in and he says, to, to Gilligan, Mr. Howell is the uh, Minister of Finance, you know, and Treasury Secretary. He comes in and says, what have you been told about the, the state of the economy? And Gilligan says, it's greatest ever, it's best it's ever been, most fantastic you've ever seen. And Mr. Howell says, have, have you looked out the window lately and what the truth is? And, 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 and Gilligan says, no. And so, so Mr. House says, we better go. He's a secretary of treasury. He says, we better go over and look out the window. So they go over to that same window and, and Mr. Howell pulls the curtains back and, and Gilligan looks out. You know, there's a scene of the Great Depression of, you know, how it looked in the Great Depression. And, <laughs> and Gilligan says, oh, he says, somebody's not been telling me the truth. Well, there's an example of from Gilligan's Island that illustrates my message. See, Gilligan was being told by his other advisors positive things but they weren't the truth guys listen gals out there listening to me we all want positive reports i don't want negative reports i've said that many times we want positive reports but we want the truth we want the truth and uh and and, and particularly listen in this atmosphere of i mean what's the one of the biggest words right now over the last several years what what, what what's what is it it's fake news have you ever heard that if you have you ever heard that those heard that fake news? Well, uh, the television news channels are full of it. Fake news, both on the liberal side, and I got news for you on the conservative side. You need to realize that that the conservative 
news media outlets are giving you fake news just as much as the liberal out outlets are. Both sides, the conservative and liberal, are telling their audience, their listeners, what they want to hear. Fake news on both sides. And that's one of the most dangerous things I feel we, we have going on in this nation is that the news media, conservative and liberal, are, are fake. Most all of it's fake. You know how I know that? Because if it was the truth, if it was the truth, you'd be getting the same story from all the outlets. Now think about that right there. Think Selah on that one. If the news media, if they were all reporting the truth, you'd be getting the exact same story from all of them. And you know, it's sad because you'll have conservative people say, well, you know, uh, the uh, uh, liberals, they're, they're, they're fake news. And you'll have the liberals come and say, the conservatives, they're all fake news. Folks, listen, we have an obligation to ourselves to find out what is true and what is not. You know, uh, just last evening, there, there was... Uh, 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 someone that we had known from years ago that was putting some stuff on, on social media and, and was running down a certain political individual. And they had no proof for what they were putting out there. They had no proof at all. They were just spreading these reports that were, were lies. They had no proof of it at all. Just spreading this, these reports all over the place. And I've watched it not with, with just that individual, but, and, 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 well, my wife questioned, and my wife seldom gets involved in this, but she couldn't resist on this one. And I don't blame her. And she responded back and, and, and the person came back at her and said, well, well, I just, I know it's true. I know it's true. Well, how do you know it's true? And I tell you what, I've watched Christians over the last several years just, just promote things on social media that, that, that aren't true. They have no proof of it. They're just, and, and I, it, it, it's, I've never seen an environment like this where, 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 I mean, there's always been lying going on, but I've never seen lying and, and, and this stuff that I'm talking about here this evening, I've never seen it in this nation like I've seen it over the last, last several years. And it's just, it's ramping up. Seemingly getting worse. But, you know, somebody said it's not original with me, but if the truth is all you tell, you only have to remember one version of the story. So, you know, if the news media, but what I was trying to say is, you know, now I want to reiterate it. The conservatives, they'll say, well, the fake news is on the liberal side. The liberals say the fake news is on the conservative side. You have an obligation to find out what's true. And believe that. And don't believe something just because, oh, whatever you do, don't believe something just because the conservative news media said it. They say some of the craziest things I've ever heard. And certainly don't believe anything just because you've heard the liberals say it. They say some of the craziest stuff you've ever heard. You know, but again, if they were both all sharing the truth at all, it'd be the same story, wouldn't it? Hey, I want to encourage you, if you're on social media, before you hit that send button or forward button or whatever it is, be sure whatever you're spreading 
is true. Whatever report you're spreading is true. And, uh, you know, let me ask you this. Any report you spread, should it be tearing down a person based on the way they, their physical features? Huh? Should a Christian be picking on somebody's physical features? Should a Christian be engaged in that? Well, I think she's a, there's one going around uh, about Michelle Obama and saying that she's a man. Well, look, I don't, I don't agree with Michelle Obama on, on almost everything. I don't agree with her on, on almost anything. That's what I'm trying to say. Her and I, I don't agree with her politics at all. Michelle Obama. I don't agree with her politics at all. But as a Christian, because there's stuff going around on her saying that she's a man. Now, what proof do we have of that? And that's what, what my wife got into last evening on the, on Facebook. We don't agree with Michelle Obama, but going around saying she's a man? Now, come on. If you're out there listening to me and you're a Christian, look, you disagree with her politics. That's fine. You want to comment on that? That's fine. You need to comment on it in love. But you want to start tearing her down because of the way she looks or doesn't look? Is that really where Christians ought to be? Should we as Christians really be going there? I say not. I think you get my point. I didn't mean to share that, but I felt like the Lord wanted me to go ahead and just say that. We can disagree with people's politics and, 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 and comment on those things and, and stay in love as we do it. But to start tearing people down because of the way they look or, or don't look or this or that, that, that's, 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 that's when we need to check up and see if we're, or if we're still a, if we're still really for real Christians or not. So, so watch the news media. Be careful of the news media. Uh, particularly the stuff that's going on around about COVID, you know. Uh, some are saying, well, there's not much to it. Some are saying it's going to bring the end of the end of the civilization as we know it. What's the truth on it? You know, from what I can see, what I've studied on it, it's, it's a serious thing. It needs to be uh, uh, taken seriously. Now, we need to keep our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and trust in him, but also, too, right along with that, uh, we need to follow the natural guidelines that the good science is saying. And I think to do anything other than that is foolish. So I don't agree with the people that are saying, well, there's nothing to it. Let's just go ahead and social gather and take our masks off. I don't agree with that because it doesn't follow good science. I also don't think it's going to end civilization as we know it. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to follow the, the good medical science. And uh, I think that's a good road to take. And so uh, let me just close with a few comments here and then my time has slipped away from me. I think of the 12 spies. Remember that Moses sent into the promised land to spy it out? Remember, they came back. A lot of people say, well, they came back with a negative report. No, no, go read it. 
They came back, there were 12 spies, and I believe Joshua and Caleb were two of them, and they went and they spied out the promised land. They came back to Moses. The report they gave was a true and accurate report. And you can look at that report, you can see there's some positive things in it, like the fruit that was in the, the, the land flowing with milk and honey and the fruit, you know, grapes the size of basketballs or something like that, you know. I eat a grape like that. They put the grape stalks or whatever whatever they are on poles. I mean, so they're positive things. Good food, land flowing with milk and honey. Pot, so they brought back a report. It was a true report. It had positive things in it and negative things in it. Land flowing with milk and honey. Good grapes, that kind of stuff. They also had some negative things in the report. You know, there's giants there. The report was accurate and true. The report wasn't the problem. It was a true report, an accurate report, positive things in it, negative things in it. The problem was the way that the 10 spies reacted to the report. And they got, see, remember God told them to go in there and take that land. But those 10 spies got down in the mouth and said, you know, we can't do it. We'll never be able to do it. Put in my own words, you know, we, we're like grasshoppers in the, in the sight of those people and that are in there that are inhabiting that land and, 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 you know, all of that. And, and, and actually they swayed the people with them and, uh, it, it turned into a mess. And of course I like what, I think it was Caleb. He stood up and he said, he said, we are well able to take this land. But yet, the, the 10 spies swayed the bulk of all the people against Joshua and Caleb and, and they got negative and it was just a mess. Here's my point on that. Look, the world is full of reports. Positive, negative. What we want is true. But when we get a true report, that is that we want the positive stuff, but we get a true report and there's some negative stuff in it. It's how we react to it that is all important. And so if a negative report comes to any of us, and it's true, let's react like Joshua and Caleb did. Let's look to the word of God. Let's look to the will of God. And in the midst of that true negative report, let's say, God's with us. We're well able to overcome it in his strength and in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And I think that is is just a, a good way to live. Now, again, we all want the positive, true reports, but I think, I trust you've gotten the point that I've made here this evening. You know, I'll, I'll say this. In that movie, A Few Good Men with uh, Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson, and my wife watched, and I, my wife and I watched that, but we had our cuss buster on. You know, a lot of these movies are pretty good movies, but but they've got such bad language in them, we can't watch them. So we weren't able to watch that for years, but finally it came out. Well, it came out in edited form where they'd cut all that that stuff out. Now we have a cuss buster, you know, and so we don't watch movies unless it's edited or bad movies, you know, with cussing and whatnot, unless they've been edited with all that cut out or we've got our cuss buster on. But uh, in that movie, if you're not familiar with it, there was a point between Jack Nicholson and, and Tom Cruise and, and uh, 
Tom Cruise was a lawyer and Jack Nicholson was on the stand and he was being questioned. And, and uh, I remember Tom Cruise screamed at him and he said, we want the truth. And Jack Nicholson said, you can't handle the truth. I think about that scene in a message like this or when I'm thinking about these things. And you know what? We can handle the truth. What we can't handle is a bunch of positive flowery talk that's full of lies. Well, thanks for joining me this evening. I trust that this was an encouragement to you. And uh, I want you to keep our nation in in, in prayer, particularly over the next month or so. Uh, uh, I believe it's going to need it. Okay, so let's let's be in prayer for our nation and uh and 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 for this next election and let's let's seek the lord concerning it and pray concerning it okay so i'll leave that between you and the lord okay all right god bless you and i'll see you next time bye bye